This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to theonesummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and my champion mindset co-host, Mr. MP, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, great to hear your voice, as always. You love my voice for some reason. I love, I love your voice, <laughs> particularly, particularly when I listen to Love Life, and it's like, you're listening to Love Life. <laughs> oh, do I do the intro? I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Right. The girls would love it. It's the most sultry Lawrence Tam you could ever imagine. Really? Really? That must be the sound the effects they put on it. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because I actually did an interview, Marcus, uh, recently and um, with on another podcast that's for, for uh, that, that's separate than, than the couch. It's uh, more of a, a business um, a oh, chiropractic give it a one. Give it, give it, give oh, it's, it's for chiropractors. It's uh, for my practice rules. And yeah. I was interviewing a, a guy named Stephen Franson. And uh, just before we got on the call, he, he just out of the blue, he just goes, Lawrence, you got a voice for radio, man. And I'm like, okay. I'm like thinking, I didn't know that. But I'm like, he goes, but that's okay. Because if I said you had a face for radio, then you should be offended. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, lucky for you, he didn't say you've got a head for radio. That's right. That's right. Um, Because that's one of, yes, that that gets bandied around a lot in the radio world. All right. So, LT, when you were doing the intro, I counted up how many tabs I have open in Google Chrome right now. Uh And it's 24. 24. 24. Dude. Now. I got eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm three times more overwhelmed than you right now because yeah. for the life of me, I'm looking at them and going, oh, yeah, I could close that one. I could close that one. But often I don't want to close them because I want to learn what's on those pages, right? Yeah. And so I've got such a massive insatiable desire to learn that at least, 10 times a day, I'm taking a deep breath going, holy moly, like how am I going to absorb all of this, you know? I've got books on my desk. I've got podcasts on the go. I've got 24 tabs on Google Chrome. But I know like I know like I know just how important continuous lifelong learning is. But I thought let's dedicate today's episode to talking about, well, how do you dedicate yourself to lifelong learning in this overwhelming information like just thrown at your world because I am I am particularly struggling to filter out my 24 tabs down to maybe two or three so you know what's going to cause you really major stress right now if your computer just decided to restart <laughs> well you know what I've done that a couple of times you I'm restart red flag, red flag. I'm going, stop it and I'm then restart and, and then, then restart and all of a sudden your, your Google Chrome goes to blank yeah. to nothing it's well, like not those 24 tabs uh, sometimes I've done that because I'm like you know what this is driving me nuts and I'm just going to start again the world won't end I'll still my heart will still beat I'm just going to close it off because you know your, your computer says oh, it's time to update but you yeah. need to restart it yeah. I'm like oh gosh I've got so many things open I'm like you know what I'm still going to pull the pin let's do the restart or else it will never happen <laughs> <laughs> alright so listen I can probably give you the 10 second answer but this could be a very short podcast 
Um, or we can give you the 30 minute <laughs> answer and stretch this podcast out a bit. So which one, what version do you want? Well, no, I reckon people listening, um, I always remind myself to make myself feel better that if I'm feeling it, others are feeling it, which doesn't make me the weird one in the room. So let's thrash this out because we've spoken about, you know, parts of this over the course of the journey. Um, but I really want to thrash out, like, one, the importance of learning. Uh, we said on the on the last podcast, we were talking about Overfed and Undernourished, the, the documentary done by the Golazna, and I was thinking, you know, there's people out there that go, I'm not going to write a, a health book because there's hundreds of health books, so I'm not going to make a health documentary because there's already, you know, food matters and hungry for change and fat, sick and nearly dead and, like, we rationalize that oh, I'm not going to do something because it's already been done a hundred times. But then I'm going, well, hold on a minute. As the consumer here, like I want more. Mm. I want more. I want more. So even if Seth Godin's written, written 20 books, I want to read his 21st book. Yep. So, sure. so I think because I just the, want to learn. A lot of people the, want to do the same thing. I'll give you the 10-second answer now or should I save it to the end? <laughs> no, no, go. go you know, let's give us the 10 seconds and then let's expand on it. Um. um Okay, so I'm going to do try to do this quick. Basically, you're going to you're, charge me money for it. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to charge you. So <laughs> it's going to cost you ten grand for this okay. ten second answer. <laughs> it's a very valuable okay. answer. Um, I wouldn't. I, at first, I was going to say this is what I, my first instinct was to say is to stop learning and start doing. Mm, yeah. Okay, that's my answer to that. And so, what I'm suggesting is not to say that you ever stop learning completely. But if you're in a place and a position that you have so many things open on, and listen, I'm guilty of that too. Okay, so let's 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 uh, God, let's put it out there. I'm not perfect. Um, I know you call me Mr. Perfect for some reason, but and um, I've been known for that. But I'm not perfect, and I have multiple you know sticky notes all over my desk at the moment. I got tabs open just for that same reason as you have mentioned. Um, I bought a, a 27 inch iMac so that I can have multiple screens on at the same time because I was once told the bigger the screen, the more productive you are. Um, you know, so I'm guilty of that too. So let's be let's be honest, okay? Now, the reason why I said that though is about you know one of the things I've learned is that I was in that place where you're at now um, about five years ago, and. What I, I was feeling exactly the same thing where there was just so much information I was learning. I was like, just, I went to, I was a seminar junkie. Like I went to whatever seminar I would have gone to it. Whatever. This is before kids, of course. Um, this is so <laughs> actually more than five years ago. So it's probably like eight to 10 years ago. So, you know, you go to every seminar that comes into town or even fly to go there. Um, I would listen to anything, whatever product came out, I would buy it. And like, I've literally spent probably guaranteed houses, i would spend houses houses yeah houses like guaranteed well in the six figures okay um on personal education i used to have um this is like going back you know six seven years ago now um, my hard drive had 150 gigabytes 150 gigabytes right doesn't seem like a lot now but 150 gigabytes on just on itunes and that was be pre-podcast this is 150 gigs on personal development stuff so these are stuff that i took videos from where transformative audio because i was listening and driving with it and tons of information and one of the things that i recognized i was doing i was learning i was learning tons you know what i wasn't doing i wasn't implementing i wasn't doing crap i was going to swear there i wasn't doing anything <laughs> right seriously and i really admit to myself i was, I was dabbling but no, 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 but see, but see, Jeff Spencer would say, LT, you were preparing. 
Yeah, and I, that's when I spoke to Jeff, and I remember him. You know, I said to him, I said, you know, I've been doing all this stuff and doing this stuff over and over again, and I just like I didn't know, like I'm not doing anything. And he said to me, he goes, you know, exactly what you said. He said to me, he goes, you're preparing, you're preparing for the right moment to execute. You were studying, and so and that is a good way to kind of look at my life rather than living in regret is to kind of take the advantage. But however, whether or not if I had to live my life back, if I had to go back to that time, if I had to go speak to my uh, ten year younger former self, which would have been like twelve. Um, no, just joking. Um, you know, in my in my twenties, um, I would say to myself, I goes, you know, like before you read the next book, just do what this book that you just read asked you to do. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. before you start the next course, actually implement what this this course that you just finished asked you to do. So it's like before you move on to the next podcast of the Inside Champion's Mind, maybe you should just do something, make an action, like one or three actions that you've taken away from this podcast, and actually do it rather than just going, "Well, that was great." It's- well, I like I like. Do you remember in a podcast you talked about setting up games for yourself? Mm-hmm. Because I like this concept of almost like earning the right to the next course by implementing the previous course Mm -hmm. and you have to set up a game for yourself where it's like, okay, I have to do X, Y, and Z because most seminars you go to at the conclusion, they'll say, all right, so pick one thing, two things, three things from this event that you're going to do when you get home in the next 24, 48 hours or whatever it is. And I really think that's probably a, a big thing as well is to actually set what set your graduation date up, you know, like when when is the course over? Like when are you a fully qualified chiropractor and then you are, you go into practice? Because once you've done once you've done the course, it's time to go to work, right? Which is kind of what you're saying. So so let's face it, like we've all been to seminars and I'm guarantee you ninety eight percent of you listening to this podcast would have done this. You went to a seminar, it was an awesome seminar. Like awesome right like the wall summit amazing <laughs> yeah. like you just it's just like overwhelmed at dinner time you didn't even you couldn't even think anymore you just didn't even, if i asked you like what was the best thing you couldn't even come up with one just because it was so everything. many yeah so everything was good right so we've all been to those seminars and you just feel like so inspired and like you're just bursting in energy and just ready to go and dance yeah we've all done that right then the next then you go to bed you're all wired up and then you wake up the next morning and you go oh that was great right <laughs> But then you, then all of a sudden you like reality hits where all of a sudden you kind of feel like your day, your, your old self is starting to come back. Well, right? it's like the party's over and, yeah. and, and it's like, oh, I can't go back to the party. Yeah. But I, no, but you said, no, 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 I'm a changed man or a woman, yeah. right? I'm a changed man or a woman. Yeah. You continue. So you, you, you know, you stuck to whatever goals or things you, you wrote down, you're going to do. And then you say you're going to do it. And then mm, Tuesday comes along. And then all of a sudden, that desire now becomes less than it was on Monday. Yeah. And then Wednesday comes along that you definitely probably by now most likely fall probably right back into your old routines, right? But you still have that book that you plan to open, but it's sitting on your desk. And for the next two to three months, that book will still be there on that same spot. <laughs> and then maybe six months later, you decide that your wife or your partner says that book should not be there anymore and they put it in the shelf. And then two or three years later, it's still on the shelf that you never opened again. And we've done that, right? You've done it. I've done yeah. it. I just yeah. actually had been looking for this file for uh, for quite some time. I've been digging through my books, and I found all these old notes, like from Tony Robbins, you know, David Destiny, and yeah. all, you know, like everything. All these it's courses cool I've taken. And, and I was going, oh my god, there's a lot of yeah. I have accumulated a lot of stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. But like, what happens though is that 
you know, I recognized that that was happening to me. So I set myself a game, like what you said. And so one of the things I, I do in seminars now is that I, okay, I, I come down with three things. So this is what I get my guys to do. Like the guys I coach, um, I coach chiropractors specifically. So I coach these chiropractors. I go, all right, at the end of every two day session that we do, there's always a process that we work through. And the process is coming down to three things they're going to do this week. Right. Or three, and they're going to also have three projects they're going to work on the next 90 days. And so my goal to myself and any groups or coaching program that I've been in, like I'm still involved in, what I do to myself is that before my, my, my rule to myself is before I show up to the next event that we're going to do together in my next coaching session, I had to have done at least one thing that I learned from the last one. Yeah. If I didn't, I'll be, I would tell myself I'm going to be embarrassed and I really shouldn't even show up. Yeah. And so that's the game that I play with myself. And that has pushed me. I literally left it to the last week once, right? So how I got into this coaching program, right? This coaching, becoming a coach was because I learned something and I waited two and a half, two, two months before thinking, crap, I better do something. And I literally did a webinar one week before I had to go back to this group. One week and I smashed it. And that's how I started in coaching. Because I forced myself to start something, just to act and do something and implement what I've learned. And then recognize that, hey, people actually cared what I actually have to offer. Same thing with regards to speaking. I, I, did, I, went, I did a talk last weekend, and it was about like the 10-year anniversary um, since I first got on stage. It was a Thursday before a, uh, which is a DG, you would know a DG, a DGE. Yeah. A DGE is a dynamic growth essential in experience. Perth. Experience, sorry, in Perth. And it was on a Thursday. So it was on a Saturday. On Thursday, I got up to my guts. I'm like, oh, you know what? I should become a, I really want to kind of share my message. Or I didn't even have a message, but I just said, I would love to just get on stage and just, you know. And this is, I was two years into as, as a chiropractor. I called up the convener and said, you know, I know you probably filled up the spots in the speakers. Like, who doesn't fill up a speaker lineup like <laughs> more than like months in events, right? Here I am, two days before the event going, oh, you know, just in case you're a speaker, you know, you have a spot, I'll love to speak, right? <laughs> this is an awesome story. He That's goes to me, saying. he goes to me, he goes, and I'm thinking, they're full well, like there's no way he's going to ask me, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I had to, at least I had the guts to call. Yeah. He goes, actually, a speaker just dropped out and canceled. <laughs> So wow. you're in and you're going to be the last speaker of the day. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. There's no way. So then I spent one day, the next day, I had to work too. I spent one day preparing for this talk that I've never spoken in front of a crowd ever before. And I was the last speaker. So I got to close out the event. And, and I did, I think, a pretty good job because after the talk, people like, People didn't really know me and go, where the hell did this guy come from? Um, I just learned how to speak based on like just watching other people speak, right? But I didn't know I had that you know ability or talent. Not that I have talent. It's just more that I've just learned to to, to be comfortable. But even though I was so nervous, but I looked comfortable. <laughs> like I was totally nervous. And the Chinglish. Ching- and, and the Chinglish, yeah. It was very engaging. Yeah, it was very engaging. And so then, I w- then because of that talk, um, you know, Doug Heron, who is a you know, pretty well-known chiropractor here in Perth, um, came up to me and said, you did a fantastic job. I'm going to recommend you to speak at the Congress next year in February, which is in front of like a thousand people, right? 
So, yeah. I mean, there's just like, you know, 80 people, 100 people. And he put me up towards the Australian dynamic growth. And, uh, and that's how my sort of, you know, quote unquote career as a speaker started. And that's um, because you put all of the learning well, into because, action. Because really. I took action. That's it. I took action on something. And then I had to force to take the learning into action. Does that make sense? Like I made a call that forced me in a position that I have to learn quicker. Quicker. See, right now, you're overwhelmed. Um, all, all of us are overwhelmed with learning because there is no end goal. There's no need for you to learn. Like you're just learning yeah. for the sake of learning. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no like you need to learn this because there's an exam tomorrow. I mean, think about yeah. like when we were in university or when we were in high school or elementary school, right? The there's only deadlines. reason there's all deadlines. There's deadlines, but yeah. when you graduate, guess what? The deadlines on you. Yeah, you're the one who has to set the deadlines. No one told me about that. That's massive. That's humongous. No one told me that I had to set deadlines to myself. That I had to learn this by a certain day. Yeah, and no one told me that maybe. All of the results that I've got in my life so far have been because I've had to get it done by a certain day. Exactly. It's that good old Parkinson's law, isn't it? I mean, that speaking example was Parkinson's law to a T. You get the stuff done in the time you have allocated it to be done, and it will be done. That's right. So you could have been planning that talk for six weeks, or you could have been planning it for six hours, and either way, you got it done and did a great job. That's right. And I'm, I just remember reading, actually, this comes to mind what you just said right now, because um, basically, you know, uh, Seth Godin, we talked about Seth Godin in the last episode, right? And I just got this blog. It just came out like a couple of weeks ago. And the, the, the subject line was set a date, right? And here, I'm going to read it because it's very short. But I think it's very powerful. And it's exactly what we're just talking about right now. It says, if you haven't announced a date, you're not serious. Pick a date. It, can't, it can be far in the future. Too far, and we'll all know you're merely stalling. A real date, a date we can live with, a date you can deliver on. If your project can't pass this incredible simple test, it's not a project. Deliver whatever it is you say you're working on on the date you said you would, regardless of what external factors interfere. Deliver it even if you don't think it's perfect. You pick the date. And as a professional, your career-making habit is this. Once you set a date, never miss a date. How powerful is that? Like, I mean, it's five lines, right? And it's exactly what we just talked about. This is the problem. I think, you know, reflecting back, this is the problem with school, right? School through our our entire life. Like, I've been in school, so since, like, say, kindergarten, all the way up to, I had to go to year 13, four years of chiropractic, uh, four years of university, then four years of chiropractic. So that's eight, what, you know, 20, I think 22, 23 years of my life I was in school, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Out of the 23 yep. years of my life, I have spent someone telling me when I had to learn a certain thing by, right? I didn't have to come up with those dates. And now all of a sudden, I come out in the real world, quote unquote, now who has to set the deadline? I do, but I've never learned how to set deadlines. I never learned to set the date. And that's the problem with not, because we have, now we have to be self-motivated. All, all, everything else has been motivated by someone else. Yeah, so if the teacher had said, or if the education had been set up so that the student chooses the deadline and takes responsibility for the deadline and honors the deadline. Yeah. So it's going to teach us more to actually grow and develop post school. Well, I think, I think there's a, there's obviously there's needs to be some external pressure, but what I'm saying is that there, the combination of the two is probably what works best, but just recognize that that's the fault of where we are now. For most of us, we are not great um, date setters. 
Yeah. We're not so great when at putting deadlines. someone else sets it for us, when someone else sets it for us, we're no worries. Like a birthday, you know, someone tells you they're getting married on this date, you're there. Someone tells you you got a birthday that date, you're there. But when you have to do it yourself, we Well, because we're talking about personal development here, right? In your job, if you work for someone, guess what? Dates are being set for you. This yeah. needs to be. This deadline needs to be met. This client needs us by this, right? But what about your own life? Who sets those dates? Yeah. Who sets those dates that you need to become greater? We talked about evolution in the last episode. Who sets those dates that you need to evolve by a certain time? Yeah. No one. You have to do it. So that's the hardest thing. Someone working for forty years and they've never done it because they never set the date. Even though they've thought about changing jobs and changing lifestyles and all the rest of it, but they never had the urgency to do it because there was no tap on the shoulder. That's right. And then we have worked our whole life for someone else. And so my question to you now is, who's running your life? Do you want to work for yourself or do you want to work for someone else? I'm talking about just personally, not about your work or your career or your path or anything. I'm just talking about yourself. Who do you want to be and why? It you know, obviously starts with the why. But so my suggestion here is that, you know, this is a long answer, right? But it comes back to the point is, you have so, we all have so much to learn. Can I learn a whole bunch of stuff. Yes, I can probably pick. If you, I think I don't know if it's Demartini or someone said this. Like, if you just picked up five books on one topic, you almost become the expert in that area. Yeah, Brian Tracy, right? And mm. and it's so true. But no one reads five books on one area. Typically, you read one book and then you go, "Oh, that was great," and then you don't do anything about it and you yeah. just kind of move on. And the thing is that, but there's got to be a purpose. And I was talking to my friend Taki um, the other um, a couple of weeks ago. I was uh, he was in New Zealand, I was in New Zealand, but we were, we were texting to each other because we were just saying like. You know, he's just got an incredible mind. And I asked him, like, you know, do you read a book? Because I was reading all these books, right, at the time. Because you know, I yeah, you've read time. like five books this year. I heard that on the yeah. wellness. Yeah, and day. ever since I That's said that, <laughs> ever since I said that, I stopped reading for some reason. Oh. Right? It's, isn't it like it's weird, isn't it? Because it's yeah, like, oh, I'm so proud of it, and now it's like, oh, it's, I don't need to be proud of it anymore. <laughs> but here's the reason why I stopped reading. Uh, I, not that I have stopped reading. I'm still learning, but I just stopped reading books per se. Is because I recognize that I asked this question. And it goes. You know, do you read for a purpose or do you just read because you just want to learn? And his answer to me was that he reads for a purpose. There's a specific purpose he's reading that particular book that he's actually reading or learning or listening to or whatever it is. There's a purpose behind it. And I thought about that and it's so true is that there's not that there's no point. It's okay to read a book for the sake of reading it. Well, I think that's that's the caveat, the fine print is that if you want some downtime and you just want to read a book, then no worries. Exactly. But when, but when you're reading a book, also recognize that are you just doing it just to be the learner, or are you doing it to also yeah implement? Yeah. If you're gonna read, like if, for example, like Marcus, you might say to me, I go, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to do an online program. Okay. Just say you want to create an online project, or even if you want to start a new business, say you want to start a new business, then you need to figure out if you're gonna learn for that reason. You need to figure what's the best book that I can pick up to start a new business, right? Yeah. But it better be not just a general, it may be a general business book, but most likely you probably want to pick a book that is actually in the area that you're actually interested in. You know, if you want to start an accounting firm, it's probably best to kind of look at someone who's, you know, a book that's geared towards accountants, right? Or if you want to start a, an expert, uh, um, you know, becoming an expert type of thing, then you probably want to learn from someone who's doing that. Make sense? And so you want to pick the things that you want to learn from. And then the second thing is, what do I actually want to get out of this? Like, what's the outcome? And then if you have an outcome in mind, it's going to be a lot easier to actually pick up that book and actually finish it. Because if there's no outcome, you chances are you're not going to finish that book. Well, you know what else I'm thinking out to you? This is this kind of flips my head around, though. It could be that you could only read one book in a year, 
But if you implement everything, I'm really, I'm thinking of some golden books that I've read mm-hmm. that I may have been I, like I could read one book in a year and and work on a year for a year implementing that book. But I normally would say, well, if I only read one book in a year, I haven't learnt much. But what if I'd actually applied everything in that book? Yeah, like just imagine we talked about evolution in the last one where we just you know evolved slowly. Just what if you grew one percent because of what you read each mm. and every single day? You know, so. What happens is that you're in overwhelm simply because you have so many interests and you're chasing what we call shiny new objects. And it hurts. Every, every email, every email is like a shiny new object these days, isn't it? Every email with a new video in it or a new newsletter or a new offer or a new something, it's exactly. like a shiny new object, isn't it? Everybody, it's a noisy marketplace. It's a very, very noisy marketplace. And so everybody's trying to get your attention, but you're in control of your own attention and you got to decide of what you want to focus on and what you choose not to focus on. We are okay. in the last podcast In the last podcast we talked about you listening to this, you are missing out on opportunities, right? Well, guess what? By looking at someone else's email, you know, then it's or whatever, you, it's someone's attention and you're losing attention. Now, unless that email was important, like someone say from the inside champion's mind, someone say Lawrence Tam sent you an email, someone says from the <laughs> wellness guys or wellness couch, <laughs> then those are important emails that you need to open, right? And so you need to pay attention to those, right? You don't want to ignore those emails because they're very, very important. They're very important. Everybody else though, you should really just decide to. Ignore the ones from your mom, ignore the ones from your dad, but open the wellness couch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But so that's what I'm getting to is that you got to be conscious of what you choose to so listen before you pick up a book right i would suggest what's what's the ultimate purpose of reading this book right and then you have an objective now you have an objective the second thing i would do is go through the table of content and skim through it the table of content is a summary of what you're going to learn look are you going to say lt that it's okay not to read the whole book and only the chapters that really interest you done it many times yeah it's interesting isn't it done it many times Um, now, are you going to say a third point? Because I need to turn journalist here in a moment and ask you a few questions. Um, was I, did I say three points? No, two, <laughs> but I know you're a man of three. So, what are you going to say third? Uh, okay, the third. I'll just make it up on the spot then. <laughs> no, 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 don't because I have to ask you a few okay, things. Okay, go ahead. Because people are going to want to know, me included. With all the stuff that comes in, what is your filtration process? Okay, so with all of, if you get 100 emails a day into your inbox... What do you do? And I mean you personally. Oh, do you read them? Example. Do you delete them? Because this is, this is where I find you sign up to so many lists and so many awesome people yeah. and you don't necessarily want to not read their emails. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, you've kind of got to make a hard call because no matter what, it's still their agenda. Yeah. It's still their agenda. Okay, here's, so, here, here's what I would do, right? So um, right now, for example, um, I use Gmail. Okay, so Gmail's got a filtration system now. You got your primary, you got your social and promotions. So all the promotions. I don't use that, but you use that, do you? Well, it automatically filters out for me. So which means that all the promotional stuff is all goes to the one tab. Social, which means all the Facebook, Twitter stuff goes to that tab, and all the primary ones are more my important ones, right? Now, I haven't done this personally. But this is what I, I mean, if you want to know what I do, I'm not the best person to, to talk to because I'm terrible at that stuff yet, but I'm perf- trying to perfect it. And one of the ways I do it is I, I just scan through and anybody, anybody who I know is just like a um, promotional email, I just archive. I don't I don't read it unless it's something yep. of interest to me. What I've been told, um, Ari Mizell, I think I was listening to him, and I think it's great. And I know just about this because I just finished his um, uh, little course that he's done. And he just talked about, 
filtering messages that anything that almost has an unsubscribe, you can filter it into a message that automatically you don't even see it in your inbox and you just push it aside, like hold it somewhere that you can always go back to if you really want to. That's pretty brilliant, right? Because yeah. mostly anything that has an unsubscribe word in it, chances are it's actually coming from a promotional company. Now, But what if you like them? Like, yeah, what so if you we're very important. Lists? Like you need to then set up, now it's technology is so amazing. I haven't done this like it myself. So I'm sure there's got to be a way where you, you filter that, but you ignore Lawrence Tan. Yeah. You create exceptions. <laughs> exceptions of Lawrence yeah. Tamp, yeah. <laughs> wellness couch, wellness guys, inside chamber, yeah. whatever it is. So there's certain exceptions where you allow them to filter. If you know... Yeah, filters that, are very easy. If you are listening and you're on Gmail, filters are very easy in Gmail. Every so. email system should have a filter. The yeah. other way of doing it is that, listen, I sign up for these things too as well because I want to learn how they're marketing. Like yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm in business. So I want to learn how they're marketing, how they write the emails and everything else. So I'm just as much as interested. But you know what you can do? If you don't want to do the filtering system, set up another Gmail account specifically just to collect that stuff, just for you to sign up for things, right? So yeah. it doesn't come into your primary email box because it is actually very stressful when That's you have hundreds of emails every single day. It's very stressful. David and Christoph, you're listening. I know you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh yeah, right. nice. So that's that's how I would handle it. And if, what about well, okay? And then so what about um? See, my wife Sarah is all about. She's only got one tab open on Chrome, right? But you and I, we've got multiples. Um, do you manage that? You know, do you? Because these are my are minor details, but this is the stuff that we can just get caught on. Um, oh. How do you deal with just your your internet usage? Okay, so I've been trying to perfect this on my own, and and so this is where this is where we go back to the original point: is stop learning and start doing. And so this is what I do nowadays: is that I have the timer. You are you you know, and anybody listeners who are listening to Inside Champions Mind for quite some time, I have a timer. That orange timer basically ticks away, and so I set it now um, twenty five minutes actually. So I gone down from sixty, I gone to twenty five. So twenty five minutes of like focus time, and then five minute break. Uh, so it's, um, um, I think I, there's a method to it. I can't remember what it is. It's named after a tomato. Anyway, so the it's like <laughs> tomato timer. So what I do now is a 25. But then on your iPhone, what I do now is um, I actually switch it off to sleep mode or do not disturb mode. Airplane airplane mode? Uh, I don't switch it off to airplane mode. I just switch it to dis- do not disturb, which means my screen yeah. don't doesn't open up when an email uh-huh. comes through. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I turn it off to, uh, I, I turn it off to silent. And I basically have that, you know, music ticking away. I'll have music playing in the background and I don't look at my screen unless I have to. So yeah. uh, in a sense, when I don't, when you don't have to, it means that unless I need the internet, then I'll open a new Safari, like a new Safari or a Chrome or whatever you use. Okay. Yep. So like a new web browser, but all the other ones, like your 24, whatever you have tabs goes mm-hmm. down to, you minimize that. So you only open, look at the screen that you're working on. Yes. yes okay. Does that make yes. sense? Oh yeah. So you're saying use windows, not tabs. Yeah, use Windows, yes. not tabs. Yeah, so tabs yes. are fine as long as you, it's not your primary one. But I would use it. You know, if you're working on something, use a separate window. Yes, completely good. separate that's window. A good call. Yeah, that's what I would do. So oh, that you're focused. You're focused on the task at hand. Now, if you're, you know, if you're working on a piece of paper or whatever, then turn off your phone, unplug the internet, or switch off the Wi-Fi so that you can't get all these blings and accesses. And stop if you have like bells that come in because every single email comes through you got to stop that if you, have a, if you have a blackberry damien christoph you got to turn that thing off because you know and both and i like both of the 
the reason why I turn my the Do Not Disturb is because every Facebook message that comes through or every you know email that comes through, it's going to cause a ding. And you are going to be tempted to look at that ding because yep. it's human nature. But that ding distracts you. It ding distracts you from your focus. And then all of a sudden, even if you decide not to look at it, you have to off-ramp and you have to on-ramp and then waste a minute just yep. to do that. And you're in the back of your mind sitting goes, oh, I wonder what that was. They can wait, right? You're not... You got to think about, you don't want to be running on other people's time. You want to run on your own time. That's my last two cents worth before we end this up. LT, wisdom, much appreciated for myself and everyone listening as well. Sensational. I hope that was useful. Tell us what you think, please. Can I just say to people listening, if you love that, then you must come to the summit because that's the kind of goal that LT shares at the summit, just inspirational wisdom. He always starts off the Wellness Summit. He's the number one act. And uh, August 16 and 17, Melbourne, thewellnesssummit.com. Please come along. Now I'm blushing. So go to facebook.com slash inside the champion's mind. Make sure you like it and uh, make sure you definitely leave us a comment there. Go to thewellnesscouch.com. Uh, sign up there and look us uh, look there to find out more information about the summit and what Marcus just talked about. And go to iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave us a comment and there and uh, give us a rating. Five stars would be much appreciated. But more importantly, I think, is about spreading the word. Spreading word about this podcast. If this has been helpful, this is the one action thing item that I would ask you to do is tell someone about it. Tell one person about the podcast and show them how to download this particular podcast so that they can also learn from it too this has been inside the champion's mind show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do this is lawrence tam and marcus pierce see you on the next episode Hi, Brett Hill from The Wellness Guys and That Paleo Show here. We had some incredible feedback last year that being at The Wellness Summit with a group of like-minded people made it just that much better. So this year, we've created a special group rate for 10 or more people to attend The Wellness Summit. For spreading The Wellness Message, you can come to The Summit for just 197 bucks. That's a saving of $100. And all you need to do is get you and nine other friends along to Crown Melbourne on Saturday, August 16 and 17 for this once-in-a-lifetime event. To book your group tickets and have the best time ever with your friends, go to W www.thewellnesssummit.com This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter The Wellness Couch Streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.